Hi, and welcome back to HFC. Uh, this week we're covering some verses from Psalms 23. I honestly think we've covered this before, and as a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure we 100% have covered this before. But um, <clears throat> I'm covering it again because I found myself in a situation where it, it was weird. I've been praying um, a lot lately that God would take the truth of the Bible and just ingrain it within my mind, my spirit, and my heart to make it impossible for me to forget, impossible for me to access. And, and the way that I relate this to like being a teacher or whatever, I always tell my kids, we're not practicing because I don't think you know how to do it. We're practicing because I know that sometimes when you go through a test and get so stressed out that you forget what you know and you forget how to do things that you normally do every day so easily. And honestly, that's kind of what was happening. And this weekend, this past weekend, I was going through a test. Now, when I say I was tested in like 30 minutes, really, really hard, it was really difficult. Um, I think I've been kind of open about this before. Um, I've said it here and there in some previous episodes, but I've always kind of struggled or I, I don't struggle anymore with it, but I have previously struggled with the spirit of rejection, <clears throat> which is a spirit that makes it very difficult for you to feel loved. Um, it makes you feel lonely in a crowded room. It makes you feel kind of like nobody cares about you. It puts thoughts in your head like, why am I the one always trying? Why am I the one that's always putting effort forth? Why do people always forget about me? Why do they not want me around? Thoughts like that. Thoughts that make you honestly feel kind of useless. Um, worthless, like you don't matter to people, like you don't matter to anyone. And in a way, it tries to trick you into thinking that nobody wants you, not even God. And for a long period of my life, I allowed this spirit of rejection to keep me from getting to know God, because in my mind, and I think I've, I've definitely said this before, I, when I was first starting my relationship with God, I would treat him like I treated other people. I would test him because I got so fed up with people leaving me and using me and taking advantage of me that I would do all kinds of things to test him to make sure that they were actually there for my friendship and not because they wanted something for me. And so started the longest period of testing that I had ever started because I tried so hard to test God and time and time again, he proved to me that he was faithful, that he was there for me for real in a way that no one had ever been. But again, I wasn't used to it and because I had had the spirit of rejection for so long on me. Matter of fact, I remember feeling this way since I was in like fourth or fifth grade. And so I'd, it had been on me at the point where I started trying to find start a relationship with God for like fifth grade. I was about like eight, about 10, 11, maybe 12 years. And only recently have I... Well, not recently, recently, but like in the past year or so, have I slowly, slowly... It's like first I had to make headway in first getting God to be part of my life. And then slowly and slowly I started to fight back against it until now it's gotten to the point where it's like, where before it was like a 90%, 10% God was like, and it was just like this slow, slow process of, of trusting God and trusting people. Now it's more of like, more often than not, I tend to trust people. And even if I don't trust people, I have God saying in, in, in the back of my head, even if someone does take advantage of you, you are blessed for trying rather than, you know, 
oh, I can't try because they'll take advantage of me. Oh, I can't do this because they'll take advantage of me. What if I give them money and they go spend it on things they shouldn't like drugs or money or sorry, drugs or alcohol or something. And now I have that peace that knowing that if God calls me to do something, I'm going to do it. Not because, you know, I think they're going to use it for the best purpose, but because I trust not in what I say and what I think or in that person, but because I trust in what God has called me to do. If he's called me to do it, then I, I trust and I believe that he's called me for the right reasons. They may not um, <clears throat> do the right things, but I'm being faithful in God and he's going to bless me for that. They may use it for the right things, but they may not. But I mean, he may be using me to give them a a test or be, he may be using me as a, a symbol of faith or uh, just some confirmation, something along those lines. And I want to make sure that I'm being faithful. Anyway, um, so <clears throat> this weekend, Saturday, I got really upset for like the, the stupidest reason. And oftentimes that's what it ends up being. I was like super upset and I felt myself being overwhelmed. Um, and I felt myself like, like I was feeding into the rage. I just, I wanted to be angry and, and, and like, I was like in a fit of like utter rage. Like I had no peace whatsoever. I, I don't, I'm not usually the type of person that gets upset in the first place. Um, not like physically upset and I wasn't like hitting anybody, but I was like, I was driving and I was just like, I was like, just, I don't even know how to explain how upset I was. I can't even understand why I was that upset, but I was just like filled to the top with rage. And I was just like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I'm going to like, who cares anymore? What's the point? Like, nobody cares to me. Like, this is why I do that. And, and it was like, I was, I talked about recently in one of the episodes about sometimes or not sometimes, oftentimes the reason that we keep falling back into sin is because we're telling ourselves lies. And so this lie was coming back hard and it, and I just started telling myself and I was just feeding into it. I was just so, Ooh, it was, it was bad. And I was like, and this is why that happens. And, but it was like, I was angry but I was speaking truth and it was weird because it was like, I was saying why I did things and I didn't realize it until I was angry enough to say it and just like yell it up. And so in a way it was kind of like, where normally I'd have just fed the anger and done what I was like thinking and the thoughts are popping to my head without thinking about it. It was like, I was, it was like God was revealing it to me and even in my anger. Um, Cause I was like, and I do this because, and I'm going to do it because See, nobody else cares, but at least these people pretend to care even for like a little bit and, and stuff like that. And it's like, and like in my head, it was like, I started realizing how stupid what I was saying sounded like that I was going to kind of ruin my relationship and stuff. I don't know. It was a weird moment. But my point is I was like tipped to the top, full of rage. But in that moment, because... I'd been asking God to ingrain in me his truth to just make it so that no matter what, I would never forget his word, that I would be able to come back to it. Even in that moment, like verses, um, I think that even the daily word of that day was the verse that we're going to, that um, is right here. It was Psalms 23 verse three, which says, he refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his namesake. Um, and so 
literally, um, I got a new phone and I have a Samsung phone. I don't normally have a Samsung phone, but I got a Samsung phone and I put on my home screen first, first of the day, if I want to do anything, it's right there. And so I open up my phone, just like the very first thing I see is, is that. And I see he refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right path for his namesake. And, and I'm still angry. But it's like a little crack has opened and and slowly, slowly, slowly it unlocks all the stuff I've been praying from over myself. All the stuff that I've been I've been speaking over myself. And I'm angry, I'm angry, I'm angry. I'm like, I don't know who to contact, Lord. I don't know, I don't have anyone to talk to. Like and I just started talking to God and 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 saying, like, I wish you would provide me with someone. And then like when I said that, like a name popped into my head and they were like you know, you should probably call this person. So I ended up calling my accountability partner. I didn't even tell them necessarily it was wrong. I just said, I don't know why, but I'm upset. And then so we ended up talking about it and they were like, I don't even remember what they said, but the, the point of the, the fact of the matter is verse three in Psalms 23 says, he refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his namesake. Was I deserving of his love and and mercy at that moment. No, I was full on raging. But he doesn't do it because we're necessarily deserving. He does it for his namesake, meaning he does it based on his name, based on who he is, not on who we are. And he has died for our sins, so he does it based on his own reputation, not our reputation. He doesn't give us peace and refresh our soul because of anything that we've done. He does it because of what he's done. And so because of what he's done, and because of how much I've been praying, I just felt like this just like release, like the anger just disappeared. And it was like, because of how much I've been praying about the truth and all that stuff, I was able to realize that this was just another lie and that I was feeding into the lie. And that I started realizing I'm feeding into the lie. And, I, and, and in my mind, it was like, I've done this before. And then I was like, what happens every time I do this? It works for a day, it works for a moment. And then I'm back to where I started. I'm back to wondering like, why do I feel so lonely? Why do I feel so hurt? And so I just, I don't know, I wanted to share this verse as a, as a thing of, if you are praying and, and receiving, you're going to build up faith and you're going to build up these verses that even if you feel impossible to reach, it's going to be there. And this verse continues with um, verse three through five is, is basically what I wanted to talk about. It says, he refreshes my soul in verse three. He guides me along the right path for his name's sake. Verse 4, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. In verse 5, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. And in the midst of my anger, it was like, in the midst of all that, he was still preparing a table for which I could sit and find rest and have a meal. And in the sense of he was feeding me spiritually and, and he was revealing to me, even in the midst of that deception and that anger, what he wanted to tell me. And that was, it was like, I had previously known the truth, but it was like for once I was finally saying it out loud, why I used to do what I used to do, why I used to sin the way that I used to sin. And it's because I kept trying to fill this void. I kept trying to do this over and over again. And saying it out loud somehow made me realize how stupid it was, how crazy I was for trying again and again and again and again, even though I knew that it was never going to satisfy me in the way that having a relationship with God does. That even in the midst of my anger, I felt 
peace, that he was there to restore my soul, not because I was deserving in that moment, but because he knew me. And because he knew me through his namesake, through his reputation, he came for me. He became my shepherd. He became my comfort. He came for me because he knew me. And we had we have that relationship because I've been praying and I've been reading my Bible. And it was such a a weird moment and a weird realization that the closer you get to God, the more and it's not even necessarily that he's going to be fighting for you more. I think it's just more of the fact that you're going to be more aware of the fact that he's fighting for you. You're more able to realize what he's saying. You're more willing to listen. Because previously, as he told me stuff like that, yeah, you should probably call someone and not go do this. Yeah, and it was very easy to ignore him. It was very easy to go on and do what I wanted to do, do the stupid things and ask for forgiveness later. But in this moment, it was like, I was so upset, but because he was speaking to me and because he was restoring me and he was he was feeding me and, and even through my anger and even through what they were going where they what the spirit was trying to deceive me with I was able to speak out truth and because I spoke out the truth I realized this isn't going to solve anything this isn't going to magically work out this time it's not going to lead to eternal happiness it's it's it'll give me what like mediocre happiness for like what maybe if a day And then I'm just going to feel as disgusted. I'm going to feel as broken, as miserable as I was before. I was just like, I'm not doing this. I called my friend and and that's why I talked about in the previous episode. It's important to have godly friends. I called my friend and I was like, can you just talk to me? And and so we talked, we talked like for about maybe 30 minutes while I got food, while I ate. And by the time we finished talking and I was eating and stuff, I went home and I just felt, I felt the peace, like as uh, throughout that whole time, I felt just the peace returning to me because I was having someone who was going to uphold me, to hold me to God's standard, to hold me to his word and to speak his word into me, not someone who was going to tell me, oh yeah, you're right. Like, oh, that's so frustrating. You should go and do that because we have people in our life that are, that are going to do that. And I don't, I don't want that anymore. I don't want someone who's going to enable me to do the wrong thing. I want someone who's going to uphold me to God's standard and who's going to lead me into the right thing. Um, <clears throat> this was also um, prevalent in the fact that um, I had a dream and I was telling someone like, normally when I have dreams, um, I feel kind of helpless. I feel like I go through the thing and I'm just like being attacked and stuff. And then I wake up when it's like, I'm about to get hurt. But I was telling them, it was like, I had a dream. It was weird. It was a dream within a dream. But basically I woke up and I was still in a dream. And I had a dream that I was being attacked, that I was sitting there and um, that there was some something like walking towards me, something dark. It was mysterious. It was like kind of shadowy. Um, and I couldn't see it. And it was talking to me in my head. And my first thing was I have chills. And I was like, I should, I should say something. And in my mind, I was like, I should rebuke you. But, um, and it spoke to me that the evil thing, it was like, it wasn't even a creepy voice necessarily, which is what, which is what, what was weird. It was a, like a, almost a soothing voice, but it was like telling me, it wasn't, it was telling me, you can't rebuke me. You're not worthy of using his name like that. And with those words, it was like, I lost my voice. And I started listening and I was stuck. And I was like, God, help me in my head. 
And then again, it spoke and it said, he's not going to help you. You're not worthy of his help. He doesn't care about you. And then in my head, it was like, I stopped asking for help. And I just saw this thing walking toward me. And it wasn't even like a far walk. It was just like, it was slowly moving. Like it had no fear. Like it wasn't worried at all that I was going to get the ability to rebuke it. I remember like, again, it was like this feeling of there was something different this time. Like there was a a crack, a crack in the, the old foundation that I had made and, and things started to pour in, except in this case, it was a good thing. It was, um, I felt verses that I have spoken through this podcast come pouring into my head. Verses like, like, like this one, that he, he has done it for his namesake, not mine, that it's not on me to do anything, that none of us are righteous, because he started telling me that I was unworthy, and so I started saying, none are righteous, all have failed, all have fallen short, all have sinned. Jesus loves me anyway. He's forgiven me of my sins. And it was like, as I was speaking that in my mind, and as those verses were, were, were slowly, it was it was like I was imagining kind of like a basin or like a sink. And at first, all that was filling my sink was, was, was what the spirit or whatever it was that was attacking me was saying, which was, you're unworthy. You can't do that. He doesn't love you. He doesn't care about you. You're fooling yourself. And then it was like more started pouring into the sink, like a crack formed and 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 in flowed the verses that I, and it wasn't even a fast flow it was a very slow flow at first it wasn't even like i was able to speak it was once the verse formed into my head i was able to think more in the verses i was able to claim the verses and then slowly i started thinking of more verses and more verses and then slowly i felt my mouth begin to loosen and it was like as i started saying those verses my mouth slowly loosened and i it was like a soft whisper at first and then every time i said it a little bit stronger i rebuke in the name of jesus i rebuke in the name of jesus i rebuke in the name of jesus until eventually i was saying it it wasn't even like loud but i was telling myself even when i was saying it at a whisper and it was saying it was even as i was whispering it i rebuke in the name of jesus it was saying you it was like i can't hear you like you can't say it with enough with enough power and i started saying there's a there's a verse in the Bible that says it's not about the words that we speak with. It's not about uh, it's I don't know the actual verse, but there's a verse where Jesus is talking to the Pharisees and it says it's not about using all these fabulous words. Basically, it's about praying with true intent. And so in in comes that verse, and I start saying it's not about whether or not I can say it loudly. It's about the fact that I'm saying it. The authority is not in the word is not in how I'm saying the words or the fact that I'm saying the words, the authorities and the fact that Jesus has given me this authority, that he has authority over the heavens and the earth. And he has bestowed that upon me. And as I began to think that I just said, I said it one last time. I didn't even say it out loud. I just said, I rebuke in the name of Jesus. And I woke up from a dream and it was like 4am in the morning and I was so exhausted, but it was such an, an eye opener. It felt so different and so just abstract compared to other dreams. Cause I've had multiple dreams where um, something is trying to attack me and I always wake up. But in this sense, I didn't wake up because it was going to get me. I woke up because I got it or we got it. Me and, me and Jesus being we. Um, and it was such a, like, it was so, I don't know, different. It was refreshing to not feel like I was the one, you know, losing. And so, <clears throat> In that sense, I just want you to remember that there's a reason that we pray and we read our Bible, because as we read and pray our Bible, it's just like a test when you're a kid and you're going in school. 
you don't read your Bible and pray and all this stuff as like hard every day because you're being tested every day. You're doing it because you need to be ready for the time you are tested. We practice because we know that sometimes when we become stressed or we're in the middle of those tests, we forget sometimes how to act. But if we're practicing it every day, and if that's something we do every day, it's easier to do a habit when you've already done it day after day after day than it is to do a habit that you barely know. I always tell my kids, it's better to learn the strategy now when you don't need it than to need it and not know the strategy. And in the same way, this is how we should be when we're reading our Bible, when we're praying. It's better to learn it now than when you need it and you don't have it. Anyway, that's basically it for today. As always, let's go ahead and end this with a prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for refreshing our soul, for guiding us along right paths for your name's sake, not because of anything that we've done or earned or are worthy of. And even though we walk through the darkest valley or are being attacked or tested, Lord, we know that you are with us and you guide us. And we know that we have verses on hand that we have learned, Lord, and you have spoken into us. I pray even now for those of us who aren't being attacked, that you ingrain your word and your truth into our mind, our spirit, and our heart, Lord. That when we are being tested, that those words come readily available, no matter what they would tell us, Lord. That we are able to combat back the lies and the deception with your truth and your word to pray against it, to speak out against, Lord. I pray that you help us to find someone to hold us accountable, someone to pray with, a community to be with, not a community in a religion, Lord, but a community with a relationship to you, to help us have a relationship and not a religion with you. I pray all these things, Lord, and I thank you, Lord, for just being there consistently, Lord. I pray that you continue to develop a hunger and a thirst for your word and and for being in your presence and for having a relationship with you, that you remind us that we are not strangers, Lord, that you are a friend of us, that we can speak to you as any friend. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Hi, and thank you for listening to HFC this week. I hope you guys had an awesome week. And I pray that God blesses you this week. Um, As I was saying, just remember to be in your word and just try to spend more time with God this week. Pray about it. Ask how you can spend more time or how you can get more maybe involved in the relationship with God. Um, As always, check out the description for some songs and uh, have a great week. Thank you.